Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of The Wrestling Returns. What's up, everybody? Back with another bonus episode of The Wrestling Returns. Uh, another late one, but, you know, better late than never. Uh, this episode, we are going to talk about AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Forbidden Door. This took place June 26, 2022, of course, at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. This was the first uh, co-promoted event between the two promotions. Uh, let's see. Let's get right into the results. Of course, we're going to start with the buy-in. Now, I'm going to pre-warn everybody. I'm going to butcher these names. Um, if you've heard the main show, you already know I fuck up names left and right, but it is what it is. Uh, first buy-in match was uh, Bishaman versus The Factory. Uh, Bishaman is Haruki, Goto, and Yoshi Hashi, and the factory is Aaron Solo and QT Marshall, and Bishaman defeated the the factory. Uh, second buy-in match is Lance Archer versus Nick Camaroto, and uh, this was a pretty decent match. I'm glad they uh, they got Lance in there. The, you know, you know, Lance the Murderhawk monster. They got him in there. Uh, get him some exposure. Uh, would have been nice to see him maybe on the main card, but you know, at least, at least he got on the card and uh, he defeated Nick Camaroto by pinfall. Uh, next uh, buy-in match was uh, Swerve in Our Glory. This is the tag team consisting of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, and they defeated uh, Suzuki Gun, El Desperado, and. Yashin Yubi Kanmaru. That sounded completely wrong. But um, I, I'm digging this this uh, tag team of uh, Swerve and Our Glory, even though they have been kind of teasing already maybe some tension between the two. Going back to a battle royal they was in when Swerve uh, eliminated Keith, and Keith was not too happy about it, but... Uh, they seem to be on page in this one. I, I kind of hope they see where they can go as a tag team instead of already splitting them up. Uh, fourth and final buy-in match uh, on the prelims was um, Max Caster and the Gun Club, Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, and Colton Gunn, a.k.a. the Ass Boys, with Anthony Bowens. Um, they defeated Yuya... Yamura, New Japan, LA Dojo. And, um, yeah, this is, uh, another short one, you know, prelims, you know, they're not going to go long, but, um, essentially this was a, a kind of a handicap match because, uh, Danhausen came out and distracted the, the younger gun, Billy Gunn's sons, the Austin and Colton distracted them, had them run after him. So just left Billy Gunn and Max Caster to, to go uh, four on two, but they pulled it out. Um, Billy Gunn, he's, he's still in there doing it. Uh, you know, I got, you got to give him credit and you know, I like, I like this whole thing they got with the gun club. 
him uh, kind of mentoring his uh, sons in, in the wrestling business. I, I dig it. All right, let's get into the main card. Minoru Suzuki and Les Sex Gods, which is the Les Sex Gods are Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara with Ty Conti. This is a six-man tag team match. They are going up against Eddie Kingston, Shoto Yumino, and Wheeler Yuta. The winning team received the, uh, a man advantage for Blood and Guts match, which was uh, on the next um, Dynamite after this, the following week. And um, Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, they pulled out the win, got the advantage, and if you haven't seen Blood and Guts, it's exactly what you get, Blood and Guts. It was a bloody, bloody match, and there were some good spots in it. So if you haven't seen this, uh, Blood and Guts on the following Dynamite, definitely recommend it. So check that one out. Uh, next match is a three-way winner-takes-all tag team match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, as well as the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Uh, first up, you got FTR, which is Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. They are the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champs. They also are the AAA Tag Team Champs. Going up against United Empire, uh, which is Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb. They are the IWGP Tag Team Champs. And the third team in the match is Rapongi Vice, which is Rocky Romero, a.k.a. King of Sneaky Style. And Trent Beretta. Good back and forth match. Uh, the real story of this match was, uh, I believe it was, uh, uh, was it Cash or Dax? I think it was Cash. If my memory, no, it was Dax. Dax was the one. He got hurt in the middle of the match. He had to leave, but then he made a comeback, had the arm all taped up, and, uh, Great tag team match. A lot of good tag team combo moves done in there. Uh, some some couple high flying moves. Uh, great technical work from uh, for FTR. You know they're they're the tag team to beat right now. They are they are the ones right now. And uh, I kind of like to see them. Maybe uh, oh by the way they they pulled out the match. FTR wins. But I kind of would like to see them get those AEW belts because I think it just just like WWE with the bloodline I, I just kind of like to see FTR just be draped with all these tag team championships with all these different promotions I don't know maybe go to impact and go after those ones prove that they are the tag team the best tag team in the world you know that would be kind of cool all right next up is a fatal four-way match for the inaugural AEW All-Atlantic Championship, which that title for that belt makes no sense, but that could be a whole nother episode. We get Pac, Pac, uh, let's see, versus Clark Connors from uh, New Japan versus Miro versus Malachi Black. I don't know much about Clark Connors, but it kind of seemed like he was just thrown in. I know the previous... Uh, I forgot who he was, but um, there was a different guy from New Japan that was supposed to be in the match, but he got hurt and he was not able to be in it. 
So Clark Connors was filling in, but he, he had his moments, but it just kind of seemed like he was the guy that was just, everybody was just hitting moves on, throwing him out the ring, throwing him against the guardrail, just slamming him everywhere. And I don't know, not, not the best of showing for new Japan in this match. Um, Pac and, uh, excuse me, my window's open. That was a bird. Uh, Malachi Black, uh, they continued their rivalry, you know, kind of going after each other, you know, almost like there wasn't a championship on the line. And Miro, the Redeemer, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to take him during this match. He was just non-selling everything, just kind of. I know he's supposed to be this monster coming back from injury, you know, he's redeemed and just unstoppable, but there was a lot of times where he was just non-selling almost everything, in my opinion, and he, I thought he was going to, the way there was, he, they were pushing him through this match, I thought he was going to pull it out, but um, it ended up being a Pac uh, defeated uh, everybody and became the first uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship, but I think out of this match, we might see a new beef between Miro and Malachi Black, uh, which I kind of like to, you know, because we've been getting Death Triangle and the House of Black going at it for a minute, but uh, that was getting kind of old for me. So I like to see this uh, this this new angle here where they start beefing with Miro and. I don't know. Is Merrill just going to take on the entire House of Black? Is he going to have someone having his back? I don't know. We'll see. Moving on to the next one, which was a six-man tag team match with the... This is the dumbest name, but I guess this is what they went with. The Dudes with Attitudes. Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Tagagi. And they were going against the Bullet Club. El Phantasmo and Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, uh, the Young Bucks, with uh, Hikalu. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I haven't seen much of him. He he's the son of Haku. If you don't know Haku, he was also Ming in WCW. Definitely a throwback there. Um, uh, dudes with attitudes pull it out with this one. Um, I think the real star of this match was um, Sting. Sting is still doing it. He still has it. You know, they kind of did the thing where they hit his music. He didn't come out with his entrance. And then the Bullet Club came out and thought it was going to be like a three-on-two situation. But then Sting's music hit. The lights went out. Lights, a little spotlight came on. He was in the rafters and then the spotlight went out and the lights came back on and he was on top of the, one of the, uh, the entrance structures and just dove. This guy at his age with the injuries that he had, because if you don't remember, he had to semi-retire when he was in WWE because of a neck injury. This guy dove off the entrance onto everybody and he's still doing it and hats off to him. Um, Young Bucks look good. El Phantasmo. This is my first time really seeing him, and he just was doing all the old school cheap moves, uh, the eye gouges, the low blows, the 
the rake to the back, uh, which he did it all comedic. Everything was done comedic and uh, just kind of showboating. Uh, even when he did the, he does the, the little uh, nipple twist and he tried to do it to Sting, but it wasn't working. And then Sting turned around, did it, did it to him. And it was hilarious. Uh, there was, there was, a, this match was a fun one. And the dudes with attitudes pulled this one out. Let's see. Um, we got uh, the women's uh, AEW championship match. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. I was completely bored with this one. I have not liked. I am a big fan of Thunder Rosa. I have not liked her title run so far. I think her her run to get the title was excellent, but since she's gotten the title, her defenses were just kind of lackluster for me. And I, I was really looking forward to this one. I liked that they were giving Tony storm a chance to show what she can do, but not that the match was bad. It's just, I kind of wanted them to pull it all, all the stops out, you know, just kind of, go zero to a hundred and just, I don't know. It just, just kind of, I was just kind of bored with this one. I'm just, maybe, maybe it's time to get the belt off of uh, thunder Rosa. I don't know. Maybe it's time to, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. Um, I know they teased on the following rampage uh, later in the week. I think it was rampage. Um, Mira Shafir and uh, Nyla Nyla Rose was attacking um, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa came out to help and they did the handshake thing and then the announcers were kind of like oh uh, looks like a real thunderstorm like you know that's going to be their tag team name and I don't know we'll see where it goes but uh, Thunder Rosa retains and uh, I don't even know who they're setting up for her next uh title defense uh, right now it's just nobody's really uh, sticking out to me I kind of want my girl Dr. Britt Baker DMD to get that belt back um, people were kind of knocking her title run but I have to say I was I was entertained every time she got in the ring and she was getting in there she even got into some hardcore matches with tacks and all that shit chairs uh, tables so but I, I think she's taking a break right now. I haven't really seen her on TV, so we'll see. Next match um, was one that I was really looking forward to, and that was for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, and that was Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. And if you've seen Will Ospreay, you know what he can do. This guy does stuff that nobody else does very athletic, high flying. And of course, Orange Cassidy, I know he's got the laid back kind of just cool demeanor, but that guy can go when, when it's time to go, he goes in the ring. And this match was uh, one of the highlights for me. And they were going super hard. Um, one of the backstories uh, with the belt is this was uh, Will Ospreay's first title defense of the belt, but he does not have the belt because Juice Robinson uh, Bullet Club has the belt. I guess he never defended it, didn't show up for the match or something, and Will Ospreay ended up winning the match, but there was no belt to pass over, so 
we'll kind of see where that goes. Uh, I might start doing some New Japan stuff on here with these bonus episodes. But uh, Juice Robinson was there. He had the belt. He was sitting in the crowd with the Bullet Club. So after the match, he was kind of holding up the belt like I'm still the champ. But I think technically Will Ospreay, because he won the previous match to get the belt, is the champ. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, he he defends his uh, belt. And probably, uh, my opinion, one of the matches of the night, uh, he retains uh, the IG, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Next one was supposed to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus uh, Brian Danielson. Excuse me, uh, Brian Danielson, uh, but he had got injured, was not able to compete in this or the blood and guts match that I previously talked about. So he had a mystery guy that he had picked and there was a lot of speculation. Was it Cesaro? Was it uh, Jody Gargano? You know, who was the next member of the Blackpool uh, Combat Club? And it turned out to be Cesario, which he now goes by Claudio. And this was another standout match. Um, if you ever seen Claudio as Cesaro in WWE, completely underused, never really got his chance. Super athletic, you know, just a fantastic performer in the ring. Zack Sabre Jr., super technical wrestler, knows all these crazy ass submission holds and they were going at it and Claudio pulled it out. He, he got, uh, he did all the moves that you were, you come to love to see him do. And it was a great back and forth match. Uh, I never really thought uh, Claudio as a technical wrestler, but he, he definitely showed at moments that he can be in this match. Um, and man, those those European uppercuts he hit, those those look like they fucking hurt. But he ended up pulling out this match, and uh, Claudio is all elite and the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. All right, our co-main event is a four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Now, that does not make sense here. Oh, the previous one was United States so world. Okay, my mistake. I'm stupid. Okay, let me get it together here. Yep, this was for the World Heavyweight Championship, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Switchblade, Jay White versus Hangman, Adam Page, Okada, and Adam Cole, baby. I, I just love when that happens. With that. You, you wait for the crowd to do it. And uh, it's awesome. Still awesome. And stop body shaming Adam Cole just because he doesn't look like every other wrestler. I mean, he is what he he looks like what he looks like. And that man can go in the ring. One of the best doing it right now. Uh, story with this match is uh, Jay White, Adam Cole, Bullet Club Connections. We're kind of working together for most of the match until Adam Cole said, fuck it. Hit, hit Jay White with the backstabber. And then um, throughout the match, it was just back and forth. Everybody was just hitting big spot after big spot. Uh, 
really thought Adam uh, Hangman Page was going to pull it out, but um, it ended up, ended up being a Jay White who uh, Okada ended up hitting some big moves on Adam Cole and he looked to like he got hurt in the match. I don't know if it was a part of the storyline or if he actually got hurt. Um, I don't know. I have to check on that one, but uh, as soon as uh, Okada was going for the pin, uh, Jay White came in and hit his move. I forgot what his finisher is called. It's uh, pretty much what uh, Cody Rose does with the crossroads. Um, hit him with that. Threw him to the side. Pinned Adam Cole. Retains the championship. Uh, other members of the elite that came out to have uh, connections to Bullet Club, like uh, the Young Bucks came out. Looked like they had words with Jay White as they were walking past him, past him on the ramp went to check on Adam Cole. So I don't know if this is setting up a bullet club versus the elite angle, which I would love to see. Um, I think there's a lot of fantastic matches you can uh, do with uh, AEW and new Japan. So definitely I don't think we're done seeing this cross promotion. Uh, hopefully we get uh, forbidden door, maybe yearly, uh, make this a yearly event and throughout the year just continue these um, these little cross promotion storylines uh, I think that would be great finally the main event this is for the interim AEW World Championship uh, we all know CM Punk uh, broke his foot I believe I believe it was his foot that he broke broke his foot or his ankle had to have surgery um, they are going to let him retain the championship but until then they're going to slap an interim championship on somebody. Uh, there was a little tournament to see who qualifies to be in the match. And we got uh, John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And man, uh, Tanahashi is a, a fucking legend. And he showed why in this match. Um, the story behind this match was John Moxley was saying uh, Tanahashi's ducking him for years and Tanahashi's like no I was never ducking you you just was never on my level for me to wrestle you and I was like that's fucking cold right there but uh John Moxley uh pulled it out it was a hard hitting back and forth match uh John Moxley was busted open bloody but it's not the first time we've seen John Moxley like that and uh, definitely was uh, another standout match. Uh, this whole card was uh, definitely entertaining for the most part. Um, I mean, there was a couple matches here and there. Uh, mostly, I think I would say Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm was probably on the lower end of the card for me. But um, great way to finish the card. John Moxley is the new champ, possibly setting up a match between him and CM Punk. Um, if he's still the champ when CM Punk comes back. So looking forward to that. And then after the match, uh, the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society uh, rushed the ring and attacked everybody, which led to the Blackpool Combat Club coming in. Uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, Santana Ortiz, just everybody was just all out brawl. And then... 
an interesting thing. I think they're laying the seeds for a Claudio Eddie Kingston feud because he was not happy with him being there. They have some personal beefs. So we'll see where that goes eventually. But uh, yeah, Forbidden Door. Great, great um, card. Great, uh, great event. Um, I'm just rambling now. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're not a fan of New Japan, this would definitely make you a fan of New Japan and want to check out their matches. A lot of great, uh, a lot of great performers come out of New Japan. A lot of wrestlers you already know have been in New Japan and go to New Japan and perform and have put on great matches. So definitely check out New Japan. Um, and yeah, that's it. So. I truly thank everybody for listening to me ramble on about nothing. I'm going to try to do more of these um, bonus episodes for the wrestling returns. Like I said, Nez will jump on here and, you know, we're trying to give you more comment, uh, content. Uh, so uh, let me know um, if you want to keep hearing more of these. Uh, we're constantly trying to get better and uh, put out more stuff. So, uh, if you want to find more stuff of uh, the horror returns, uh, definitely go to thehorrorreturns.com and there's links to everything, all our new shows, uh, the action returns, uh, THR presents stream fiends. Um, we got some more bonus episodes coming up. We got Patreon content coming out, and they are there are links to the Skater Nez Podcast Network and the E Society Anchor uh, feed. Definitely check those out. And um, I think my next, uh, let me check here. My next bonus episode I am going to do is, probably should have had this pulled up already. Uh, one of the latest uh, GCW pay-per-views, uh, Rock and Roll Forever. I think I'm going to do that one because uh, I believe that was the uh, Rock and Roll Express's uh, official retirement match. So... Um, Definitely going to check that one out, and that'll probably be the next uh, bonus Wrestling Returns review. Uh, as far as the main Wrestling Returns show, we have uh, Money in the Bank coming out, so be on the lookout for that. And that's it. Thank you for listening, and until next time, make sure everybody, you are good to each other. Folks, I'm JR saying so long.